Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Quasar Life podcast. This is the third episode. Exciting. That means I'm starting to get um, consistent, which is which is good, good for a podcast. Uh, and in this episode, I just wanted to talk to you about um, a concept that I've noticed throughout the Quasar docs. In fact, I've noticed throughout the entire Quasar framework that I'm trying to start now implementing in my own work. And that's basically the concept of making it really simple to use something having an API that's super easy to get started with. Um, a great example of this is the fact that Vue allows us to just V model an input. Um, it's so simple. You say V model, you enter the data and it's ridiculously easy to um, model that piece of data. Um, and I'm, st I'm starting to try and use this in my own code and noticing the amazing ways that Quasar does it on uh, using their code. So that's one aspect of it making things really easy to use uh, in their simple use cases, but also extendable to the nth degree. So making things as extendable as possible. And a great example of this is the QSelect component. That component is an absolute masterpiece. So I'm just gonna sit back here so I don't whack my camera for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, yeah, but this component's an absolute masterpiece, I think. It's so easy to get started. You can say V model and then put in um, it could be, for example, uh, a crop ID. So where I work, we have um, a select input that has a whole bunch of crop types. In fact, let me give you the story of this um, input. So it started out as just having a select menu where you could select the crop type, and that could be bread wheat, that could be cotton, that could be durum, basically anything that you can plant in the ground that we record data for. And so... It was so easy to get started with that. You can literally just have an array of strings and uh, all of the different crop types, and then you model a piece of data, which would be your crop type. Um, so that, that's all you have to do. It's, it only requires two attributes, and you can um, get started with that piece of cake. But then down the line, um, as we started to grow, uh, we then wanted to start modeling an object. So a crop type became an object. Well, you know, once we had the proof of concept, a crop type became an object in the database. Um, so that means that that object has a name, it's got an ID, and it could have a whole bunch of other fields as well. Um, crop type's a very simple example. But so then I wanted to be able to, instead of having an array of strings, I now want to have an array of objects. And now the great thing about Quasar is it says, hey, you can do that. You can model an object as well. So this is the first, you know, th this is the concept that you can have something really simple like an array of strings or an array of objects. Um, but then by default, that array of objects has to have a label and I, th I believe it's a value as well. So a label and a value so that it knows how to display it in the select menu. And so I was like, okay, then and I, I manually mapped, um, I'm basically cr mapped my object in the background so that it had a label and a value. All right, so th that started working again. Um, and then down the line, I was like, well, do I really need to recreate this object, right? Do I really have to map the label and the value? And it turns out I don't. With Quasar, I can say, hey, this is the label on my object. So I want you to use the name property as the label. And I want you to use the ID as the value. So that's really cool once again i can just extend the select component a little bit more as my needs start to increase um and i use this pattern all the time now when you have like a select component 
But but then down the line, I also wanted to be able to support multiple select. I can do that too. I just add um, the attribute multiple, and now I've got a multiple select component. So now we are mapping an object in the background. It is a multiple select component. I'm telling it what is the label on that object. I have all of this functionality that Quasar gives me. So we're going from something super simple to a little bit more complex, um, and it allows you to extend it in that way if you like. Um, really cool. But then I wanted to be able to search for crop types because our list of crop types started growing and growing and growing and growing. Um, and so it was basically they were like, hey, can you make it so we can search this so it's easier to enter the data? And I'm like, well, go into the docs and sure enough, you can make it filterable. So now you can enter something into the field, into the select field, and it will filter out the data for you. Really, really cool. Then we introduce colors to our crop types. And it's like, well, um, it would be really cool if we could have like a little dot with the color next to each crop type so that users can easily associate a color with these different crop types. Um, and of course, there are slots for that. So um, I was easily able to create a slot um, and basically override the way uh, a, a select item looks and add a dot with a color to that select component. So now we can also have a color that goes with that crop type. We can search it, all that other functionality. You can see how I'm just building and building here. But now we're reaching a point where we have so many crop types that we'll want to lazy load them. Um, so basically when you click on the select uh, menu, we want to lazy load getting all of that data on the back end um, so that we don't fetch it all by the default. Once again, we can now do that. We can say, hey, um, Quasar, wait till uh, show a spinner, wait till I fetched all of that data and then show me the list of crop types available. Really, really cool. But then it goes even further. Like at some point, um, we haven't actually done this yet, but this is what we plan on doing in the future as the application grows. What if we want to, rather than lazy loading all of the crop types, which is going to slow down the UI as our library builds up, what if we wanted so that the user can type in the name of the crop type and it will search for that crop type on the back end? Um, and you could use something like Algolia for that. Oh, my dog just made a snorting sound. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> But yeah, that is also possible. So we have a select component where I could override what it looks like by adding like a little color dot next to it. Um, I could model it by modeling a one crop type or modeling multiple crop types, you know, just in case there's two crops that are in one, um, that are in one paddock. Um, you know, we made it so that we can filter the data uh, on the front end. We've made it so that we can filter the data on the back end as the user types. This is... This is awesome that Quasar gives us his functionality and we should learn from this, right? Rather than having to create our own component and doing all this custom stuff, Quasar gives it to us out of the box. So I've been thinking lately, well, how does this like, how does this concept align with what I'm doing? And one of the things I do is I basically wrap the wrap a lot of Quasar components for my individual models. So I actually have a crop type select model that is wrapping um, Quasar's QSelect mod, uh, Quasar's QSelect component, and so, um, and I, I know this is a bit deep. So those of you that like to go into architecture and deep into this stuff, you're gonna like this. Um, if you're not, if you're not gonna understand from here on, that's totally fine. Don't worry. This is like, you know, this is stuff I'm only just starting to explore after, um, you know, a few years working with Quasar. But um, 
Yeah, one concept I'm excited, one thing that I like to do now is have it so that I can say, when you are using this crop type select component, um, I, I want to be able to say, hey, lazy load it, or use these entities that I already have. So if I already have the entities on the front end, rather than fetching it over the um, every single time, I want to be able to say, hey, either fetch um, these, these fields for me by default, or... Um, use these uh, these values that I already have to populate that component. Or make it so that you can search for this component. So making my model component uh, for crop types super flexible as well. So I'm taking these, this concept of having it really simple to use where you can basically say, hey, by default, if I use this um, crop type select component, it's automatically going to um, basically fetch all of the crop types on the back end for me. But if I want to supply the crop types, I can. If I wanted to lazy load the crop types, it can do that as well. And keeping that component super flexible, but very easy to use by default. So that's the concept that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I'm still wrapping around my head around this concept and how to best explain it um, you know, to you guys. So let me know if uh, this didn't make sense. Um, you know, maybe hit me up on Discord. And hey, if you like learning about this kind of stuff, go to quasarcast.com slash register. That's where I do videos. I've got a, an architecture video on there. We've also got the Quasar Show. So look that up on YouTube. We have a first episode of the Quasar Show and another episode that's going to be released uh, a couple of days from now. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. And hey, start thinking about this. How can you make your own components built in such a way that they're super easy to consume, but also um, highly configurable like uh, the Quasar Select component. And frankly, every Quasar component um, is like this. It's it's a phenomenal framework. It still blows my mind. So go to quasarcast.com slash register if you want to learn more about um, using Quasar through videos. Check out the Quasar show and hope you enjoy this one. See you in the next, uh, see you in the next podcast.